Welcome to the Improve This Podcast with Brent Finnamore. Powerful, practical tools developed through Brent's 25 years of experience working with hundreds of companies in dozens of industries across the globe. Many of the tools Brent shares in his podcast can be further explored in his books on service, sales, and leadership available on Amazon. To learn more about how Brent helps organizations improve, go to thefinnamoregroup.com. And now, here's Brent. Hi, welcome back to Personal Productivity Tools. Today we're talking about how to suppress urgency in your work and life. Have you ever run around feeling like your hair's on fire? It seems like all day, every day, we spend our time fielding requests. Have you noticed? And those are requests that are large and small, formal and informal, and they come from bosses and customers. But those requests also come from internal customers and colleagues all over the organization, right? They come from emails, texts, IMs, video screens, phone calls, and walk-ins, don't they? And as if the volume of asks isn't enough, the research my colleagues and I have done suggests that about 80% of them come with a sense of urgency. You know, I need your feedback on the current testing protocol, ASAP. I need your final numbers and it's quite urgent. Please give me your recommendations at your earliest possible convenience. I'd appreciate the document by the end of the day. Are you familiar with these kinds of requests? Of course you are. People light the hair on fire, and then they run around trying to light yours on fire. Their apparent urgency can cause you to abandon everything else you're doing and devote all your time and energy to them. Now, naturally, there are times when urgency is real, and we must act quickly. That's why we're not trying to eliminate urgency here, but suppress it. We could even speculate that urgency is valid half the time or more. But most of my clients tell me that urgent work is the only kind of work they seem to do anymore. Some people can't even see a task until it's urgent. I've worked with organizations that actually have a culture of urgency. But remember, urgency is relative. So if everything's urgent, then nothing is. Have you ever had a day where you were busy, 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 and at the end of the day you said, I'm exhausted, I never stopped all day, and I didn't even get anything done? you instantly know you fell into a trap that I call urgent trivia. So what's trivia? Things that may be interesting and may be urgent, but they aren't very important. For a lot of people I train and coach, their days are filled with these kinds of activities. Meanwhile, the truly important and impactful tasks get brushed aside. I've had people say to me, well, you know, that's okay though, because I'm doing what others ask. That means I'm needed and that means I'm safe. Well, actually, no, it doesn't. You're responsible for meeting all your targets all the same. When performance reviews come around, and you, you're not going to get away with saying, well, it's true I didn't meet all my targets, but to be fair, I was really busy. It's an unwritten rule in business that each individual must prioritize, and that is left for them to figure out. So I've got five tips for you to help you detect and suppress unnecessary urgency when it lands on your lap. Sound good? Here we go. Number one, ignore urgency for the first few seconds. I mean, look, urgent or not, is it important? Should you even be working on it at all? Does it relate to a key process that you're involved in? Is the request coming from a key person that you have a reciprocal relationship with? So first wonder about the importance of a task, then and only then wonder about its urgency. Number two, if you judge that it is in fact important for either of those reasons, key process, key person, then the next step is to verify the urgency. 
So how does an item come to be urgent? I mean, just because someone says it is, that doesn't mean it's true, does it? And we often forget that as we get caught up in our work. Some people just label everything urgent. It's an unconscious habit. Some are being selfish and they want to get it done just so they can stop worrying about it. Even though your completed work might sit on their desk for days before they actually use it. Ever had that happen? Have you ever done that to someone else? Some people just want to buffer because they're afraid delays might happen and they want to make some room. Have you ever done that? Buffered your request for someone else? Some people have been given the request upstream by someone else, then they failed to verify the urgency themselves, and now they're just passing on blind urgency that may or may not be valid. All these situations, here's the problem, they can derail your day for no good reason. So, again, point number two, verify. Here's how. You say, what's the urgency? What's up? Can I ask why this is so urgent? Have a sort of a convince me conversation without being rude or appearing unhelpful. Now, if the person making the urgent request is a little bit intimidating, let's say a major customer or an executive boss, you might say it a little bit more, a little less directly, a little bit more safely. You might say, I can see this is urgent. In order to prioritize with others and set the right sense of urgency with my team, it helps if I can tell them what's driving the urgency. Now you notice how this statement is so subtle, it's not even a direct question. And the person will feel compelled to tell you the backstory. Number three, teach others to verify urgency before they pass it on to you. So for example, when someone comes to you and says they have something and it's urgent, and you say, can I ask why it's urgent? What's driving the need? What's the story? And they say, I don't know. Then you say, you don't know? You didn't ask? And that's it. That's all you got to do. And then that moment, they'll realize they should have. And you don't have to talk about it anymore. It will sink in. After you use this method once or twice, people will learn they need to verify urgency before they bring something to you. And they'll recognize you have a point. Number four, use what I call the dry cleaner technique. <laughs> Let me tell you what the dry cleaner technique is. See, when a colleague asks for something ASAP, ever have that happen? I need this ASAP. Well, what I like to do is look at my watch and I notice ASAP isn't on my watch. Do you have ASAP on your watch? You too, huh? Pretty weird, right? That's because ASAP isn't a time. When someone says they need something ASAP, it means they don't know when they need it. They have no idea. Because they have no idea, they're not in control regarding that deliverable. If they're not in control of this deliverable, why should you drop everything and make it a priority? So, you need more information, right? So what I like to do is kind of the dry cleaner technique. When someone says ASAP, I push it out two days. So let's say it's a Tuesday and someone says, I need this ASAP. I'll say, I can have this for you by noon on Thursday. Is that okay? And you know what happens eight times out of 10? They say it's fine. You see, what you do is you kind of take advantage or exploit the fact that they don't know when they need it and you test the urgency by trying to push it out. Worst thing that can happen, they'll say, no, I need it sooner. Okay, good, now we're getting more clarity. How's Wednesday by noon? That would be fine. Or, no, I really need it before the end of the day. Okay, well, that's, even that's more specific than ASAP. So test urgency. But I call it the dry cleaner technique because, look, you take your clothes to the dry cleaner. They don't say, when do you need them? <laughs> if they say, when do you need them, that person will say, Tomorrow would be great. 
today would be great. They've learned not to do that. So when someone says ASAP, you don't say, how soon do you need it? They'll say, right away. You've left them open. So dry cleaners have learned to say, when you drop off your clothes, they've learned to say, is Thursday okay? They also know there, in that technique, that being first to make the offer gives them a bit more influence. So, point number four, the dry cleaner technique, push out unclear urgency, ASAPs. Number five, now this is key, don't be a fire starter yourself. Why? Because you'll lose credibility, just like you don't always trust the judgment of fire starters in your life. Now here's how to not be a fire starter. First of all, state the reason for the urgency. So share what's at stake. Don't leave them room to assume your urgency isn't authentic. Tell them why you need it urgently, and here, and this is key, tell them what you'll do with it once you have it. Then they understand. Next tip for not being a fire starter yourself. State the real deadline, not a buffered one. Now, people ask me, well, Brent, what if there isn't one? Well, then what you do is you tell them that, but then you agree on a deadline anyway, just so you both have it in your calendars. Without a clear action and a clear, firm timestamp, things tend to get forgotten. Have you noticed? The next key to not being a fire starter is know and respect lead times. And then, if you do need something from someone sooner than they would normally get it for you, acknowledge that fact and again explain your good reasons. And the last tip on not being a fire starter is don't pass on your negligence. What do I mean by that? Well, some people decide they need something for Friday and they, they make that decision on a Monday. Then they forget to tell their colleague until Thursday and now it's an emergency. Need it tomorrow. Need it today. That's negligent. Don't do that. Ever. Give them a heads up just as soon as you know. So, five things to suppress urgency. Ignore urgency until you verify importance. Then, verify urgency by asking. Then, teach others to verify urgency before they pass it on to you. Then, number four, push out ASAPs by two days. At least try. And finally, don't be a fire starter yourself. Oh, and one more thing. When you recommend this podcast to your colleagues, please don't tell them they should go listen to it ASAP. Thank you for listening. Once again, you can learn more about Brent's Enterprise Performance Solutions at thefinnamoregroup.com. 